Business Arts South Africa, established in 1997 as a joint initiative between government and the private sector, as part of a strategy to secure greater involvement in the arts from businesses operating in South Africa, is embarking on a storytelling journey. Our podcast will feature and focus on incredible individuals who, through their time, expertise and leadership, define the BASA value system. The power of collaborations are critical to creating and facilitating opportunities. One such iconic partnership is between Business Arts South Africa and Hollow Group, an insurance company who is well known for being innovative. In our podcast, we talk about this partnership, the upcoming BASA Awards and the Artist Relief Program that has changed the lives of so many creatives during this pandemic. Join me, Sam Marshall, as this week I speak to Ashraf Joadeen, CEO of Business Arts South Africa, alongside Heidi Brower, Chief Marketing Officer at Hollard. As leaders in your respective spaces, it would be remiss of me not to ask you to reflect on the state of the South African psyche before we talk partnerships and awards. Ashraf, let's start with you. Well, I think at the moment we're in a really good space. I didn't imagine for a minute that we would get to level one this quickly and that, that the world would start rebounding and rebooting um, as swiftly as it has. I mean, I say that being aware that the rest of the world is bracing for, for a second wave, but it's very exciting this morning. I just saw an email announcing the reopening of the Baxter Theatre. I remember when COVID hit, uh, speaking to the marketing manager of the Baxter, just um, thinking ahead in terms of everything that would have to be shut down. So a lot has happened. Um, I don't think we've entirely come full circle yet. Um, COVID has been uh, a tough mistress who has taught us very difficult lessons, which I hope we've all learned. Um, and we've embraced some of those lessons. In, For example, this year's awards will be going online, something that I don't think we would ever have contemplated. So it's been a real eye-opener. It's been a very challenging time. Um, I've been very heartened by the resilience of artists and the creative industry, and also the degree to which uh, the business sector has stepped up to support artists and the way in which um, being in lockdown, everybody's realized how much we rely on uh, the creative space to keep us and to nurture us and to keep us going. Um, So yeah, an interesting, complex difficult, challenging time, but we're still standing, so that's great. Heidi, for you, how do you reflect on where we are in South Africa at the moment? Well, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I try not to fixate on the stats, although I'm really interested in them, but um, it's interesting to see how we have done what we're so good at as South Africans, and that's seeing each other banding together and realizing that um, uh, together we can really actually get stuff done. And I'm always astounded uh, when I go out, which is not so often, but, but when I'm, when I'm out and about to see how we, we really are taking this thing seriously. And, and that's indicated, um, by, as Ashraf has said, our ability to, to get to level one. Um, you know, and, and our continued resilience is what's going to be required so that we don't, that we don't have a, a big surge, um, another big surge. But for me, I think the things that one sees have been um, things to do with our collective inventiveness, collective 
care, um, inclusiveness. And I mean, that just makes my spirit soar as a South African um, to see just really what we're capable of. We're reminded when we're in dire straits how, how we can come together. Ashraf, just from your perspective, um, just talking to you in terms of the partnership with Holland, how have you guys reconsidered, reimagined this partnership to reflect the artistic landscape and, you know, the widespread need for greater financial support? So uh, there was a minute where we were not sure whether it was appropriate to do something like a 23rd Baza Awards. But Hollard, in their wiseness, have decided to uh, commit 50% of their contribution uh, for this year's awards, the their sponsorship of the awards, to Artists Relief. Um, when, when, when the pandemic hit, one of the first things that we did was to re-look at ourselves as Baza, because Baza has a very specific lens on funding, we, and the award celebrates this. It's, we, we don't fund individual projects per se or individual artists per se. We fund partnerships, we amplify, augment those partnerships to make sure that they continue, that there's sustainability, and that they will continue contributing to the sector. And we realized immediately that individual artists are going to be affected. So one of the first things that we did was to set up an artist relief campaign where we reached out to our members and we reached out to the community at large because we felt it was really important that artists would need help, individual artists would need help. And we set up the Artist Relief Campaign, which forms part of our supporting grants campaign. And Hollard's contribution will enable us, uh, the, the money which is being redirected from the awards, the savings from going online, will enable us to um, support even more individual artists. To date, um, we have raised over one and a half million rand uh, which has gone directly to individual artists. We've also worked with government to uh, disperse more than one and a half thousand individual grants. And again, now with Hollard support, we are able to continue doing that. And that's a very different thing to what the awards has done historically. Uh, it's really celebrated partnerships. It's not been about grant making. It's not been about relief. So I think both Baza and Hollard immediately realized relief was necessary and made, made the quick call to uh, re redirect 50% of our total budget towards artist relief efforts, and I think that's remarkable. And again, the, the relief initiative will continue, even though we're moving out of relief towards rebooting and rebuilding. For the moment, while artists are still not yet working, there are hundreds. We have a waiting list of over 100 applications, uh, many of whom will benefit um, from this redirecting of resources. Heidi, Hollard is one of those brands what's always had an innovative point of view and has never really been afraid. I mean, all the years I've done interviews in terms of the Hollard Daredevil run as an example, what was it about Business Arts South Africa, the awards, the Artist Relief Program that resonated with the Hollard brand? So it's so funny that you mentioned Daredevil run, Sam, because I was just listening to Ashraf and I was thinking, um, you know, as the levels change, and we don't know when they're going to change uh, the COVID levels, um, one is able to adapt and adjust one's how one operates one's business and marketing and so on. And, and you keep going, can we do this? Can we do this? Can we do this? And then you have to ask the question, should we? Because we've been thinking about what do we do for Daredevil? Because typically we launch now and we've got a, a run in, in March. And we don't know what level we're going to be on. And can we, can we, can we? And 
And the same thing really happened um, when we started talking about the Bartha Awards, which we've been involved in uh, for, now I'm very bad with numbers, but probably six years as sponsors of the awards, but we've been members of Bartha from the beginning. Um, and, and we had to ask ourselves in that way uh, that, that we like to, being inventive and um, challenging, um, what will we be able to do? What can we do? And what should we do? And even if things had opened up and we'd be able to have um, our usual uh, beautiful, warm, um, intimate event where we can look in the eyes, the shining eyes of the people who've done incredible work with business and arts partnerships, the question was, is it appropriate? Should should one do that? Um, and and you know we 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 had a, a, a real challenging session with our partners at um, Barca because um, partners are you know like marriage. It's uh, it's challenging when times are tough. That's when you get you have to be your most uh, inventive and and um, focused and deliberate. Um, and we said you know even even if things changed, there are too many people who are going to uh, be coming out of. Um, such trying circumstances that even if we could host something in person, which technically we could do now, it just would feel absolutely wrong. So it felt absolutely right to say we're going to do it differently this year because this this period that we in demands that we we look inventively, creatively, and differently, and with heart and with sincerity and and with genuine care, um, and that's something important to us and, and important to Barca as well. So. So doing the awards differently this year, but still doing them because people need now to be uplifted um, for the work that they've done, to be recognized for the support of the creative arts from businesses, for being contributors to society. They need to be seen for that stuff. So we did not want to do that. But it was really, really important that we also saw and looked into the eyes of the people who have come out of or coming out of still such difficult circumstances, and that's why we redirected um, a significant portion of our, our sponsorship fees. Ashraf, to Heidi's point, um, the recognition for this, or, or the awards and recognizing the, the fact that so many things have happened is critical. When I had a chat to Kojo in our first podcast, he talked about the current challenges he talked about how essential it is to continue holding such events today. And to Heidi's point as well, do you agree that this awards this year, even though it reflects 2019, is so much more important? It, it is almost critical to the psyche of South Africa. People need to be recognized. Absolutely. Core to awards is the desire to acknowledge and recognize and celebrate people who have achieved. Um, and I think that's true for awards inside of COVID, pre-COVID, will apply post-COVID. What I do think that COVID's done is in terms of spotlighting awards per se in a bigger way, I've been involved with many of them over the years, is it's, it's made everybody really rethink the way in which we do it, what we put into it, what the outputs are, who benefits, how they benefit. And I, I certainly think the team working on uh, the these awards for this year um, have, have asked themselves those questions and the format that they've come up with is very unique. Um, what makes the Baza Awards compared to other awards critical and unique is number one, that they're national, 
that they straddle both the business sphere, the private sphere, as well as the public sphere and the creative sphere. Um, often awards are very regional. Uh, you'll have you know, sort of discipline-specific awards happening in one region and same mm. set of awards for another region. We're really looking at the country holistically. We're looking at um, people working broadly across sectors. So I think COVID or not COVID, the, the awards remain unique. They remain important. It's why we've managed to maintain them. For, this will be the 23rd annual awards. And we're absolutely thrilled to have Bar, uh, to have uh, Hollard as our lead sponsor again uh, for this sixth or seventh year, I think, as, he as he Heidi said. Um, and, and awards at this time when people are feeling down, feeling blue, um, again, shining that kind of spotlight on achievement, on stories that matter, on people who have succeeded, uh, it, it becomes um, an opportunity to energize everybody who wants to achieve something. So it's really important that, that, that we create a platform for success stories, and that, that really is what the awards are about, um, celebrating partnerships that have succeeded uh, through trying times. I mean, the awards themselves are based on a partnership which is, has had to grapple with, a, with this pandemic mm. challenge, and we found a way through um, so yes, I agree with Koja, and I think um, I, I do think beyond COVID, the awards remain incredibly important and are very unique, and we're very proud to be able to present them along with along with Hollard. Uh, Heidi, as somebody who's been uh, involved in many awards, I I want to throw that question at you as well: the value and the importance of recognition in a time of COVID. So it's such a lovely question, actually, because. Um, I have had the benefit and the um, learning opportunity of, um, as you say, um, judging lots of awards. Um, and sometimes I feel like awards are seen as a sort of vanity affair, you know, and an opportunity. There's a nice Yiddish word to schwitz, to sweat and show off. But actually, um, this year, my team and I have ourselves just um, entered some marketing awards. And, and I, I pushed us to do it because now more than ever, um, separated from one another, um, with being constrained by so many things in terms of our abilities to deliver and so on, we needed an opportunity, and everybody does, to reflect on the stuff that we've been doing, to feel some pride, to recognize ourselves. The act of putting a case study together um, for an entry does that for you. It reinforces um, how your team works. It reinforces um, and reminds you of the importance of your partnerships or your agency relationships. You acknowledge yourself. You validate yourself as a team. And and I think that if you separate it from that schwitzy show-off thing that often is associated with um, awards um, kind of uh, environment, and you just acknowledge um, really the essence of what happens when you put a case study together, if you do it from the right place, we need that now more than ever because so many people aren't getting to do what they usually do. And they're getting disconnected from it. You know, before we started this, um, you checked in with us to see that we weren't going to be interrupted because we're working from home. I'm in a spare room. Um, I, I'm a very um, a 
feely human connection kind of person. Last week I popped into the office um, because I feel like my job isn't real because I don't see people. I don't feel the environment that I'm responsible for creating the culture of and the brand visibility and so on. Look, it was I popped in and there was nobody there, but still. We are so disconnected from what we do that in particular now the awards um, and the act of writing a case study and submitting it reconnects us with what we do and helps us to just feel um, a sense of pride and a sense of purpose, which um, people need now more than ever. Ashraf, one of BUS's primary missions is to champion business investment in the creative sector. It is equally committed to the relevance and sustainability of arts in society. Now, artists, artists' social relevance was never more clear than during the months of lockdown, where people worldwide turned to artistic expression to lighten the strain of the fallout from the global pandemic. Would you say, and I, and I want to hear from you, that BUS's artist relief efforts were critical to sustaining your mission, um, while it developed as a response to an immediate need that nobody could foresee in the creative sector? And maybe now that you've seen the success, you've seen the reaction, that you might want to bake this into a long-term evergreen strategy? Absolutely. Um, historically, Baze has not funded individual artists. And again, the need which became evident during COVID continues. Uh, what has specifically been highlighted is, uh, especially we de we're dealing with a, a virus and a pandemic, uh, people being hospitalized, um, not being able to see their families, having vast medical bills, uh, people in the gig culture not being able to know how they're going to pay those bills. So um, one aspect of our artists' relief um, efforts has been our medical assistance uh, relief grants for artists uh, infected with COVID, diagnosed with COVID or hospitalized. Uh, we launched 67 grants specifically on Mandela Day for this purpose. And I think um, once once the world has righted itself, if there is ever anything such as a post-COVID time, um, I, I think that that's a really important space in the creative sector to support artists in need, specifically in terms of medical assistance. And I think that would be the legacy project that we will pull through from, from, um, from our COVID time into a future world. So our, currently, our medical assistance grants are still available to artists. We continue proactively fundraising for them, and I don't see us stopping that. So I think that it's really changed the DNA of who we are and also the way in which we've not just turned to big business. So many individuals, uh, families, people we know, our networks, artists themselves have stepped up to make small contributions which have enabled us to support over 1,500 artists. So I think creating that opportunity for people to make a meaningful difference, to make a positive impact, we will continue doing uh, because the idea was never that Baza does it alone. We're, we're about partnerships, we're about enabling, and I think we've realized that there's so much more we can do with many more partners, not just business. Business is all, has always been our partner, but there's real space for individuals and Joe Public to step up and partner with us as well to make a meaningful difference. Heidi, talking about stepping up, uh, and final question to you. Uh, we saw Hollard step up in a very difficult time for the Artist Relief Program. Talk to us about that intervention. Um, so I think that, 
you know, for, for us, a big part of our purpose is to be catalysts for positive and enduring change. And what is a catalyst? A catalyst, and there's no, there's no other word for it other than spark plug, which doesn't really work as well. But being a catalyst is, is being, um, starting something and inspiring. And, and I really love the idea that this conversation will be shared with um, many people because if we can inspire people to, to think a little bit differently about how they approach um, properties that they may have sponsorships of or partnerships that they may have had for some time, then I'm really going to be happy because um, it's very easy to keep doing things the same way that you always have. It's much less easy to take a deep breath and to change it. So we use the word these days, the word pivot, right, is part of everybody's vocabulary. But I tell you, you have to push and force people to pivot. Um, and, and really when you, when you keep at the essence, at the heart, what your purpose is, our brand purpose, Bath's purpose, um, is really to be catalysts for, um, better futures in the country, for supporting the arts, then you have to ask yourself, is what we're doing and what we've always done the best way in the current context to do that? And it wasn't. And so for us, it was a no-brainer to uh, re-look how we typically did it. And Bartha had created this artist relief fund, and and it was uh, so obvious for us to keep what was important about the award, what is important about um, the awards, which I've, I've talked about, um, but then to to facilitate and enable in, in our way um, the, the, the fund. And, and really, if I can encourage um, anything from this conversation, it would be to say to brands and their partners that that you, you, you are catalysts for change in society and you really have to be brave. And if you're, if you're brand essence is solid and true and your partnership is solid and true, it will withstand a pivot. It will withstand a shift um, and do what's right and what's appropriate and what's genuine. And that's really what, what we're doing. And I'm proud to be able to do that with our partners at Baza to say um, we're keeping the essence of what the Baza Awards are, the essence of what Baza does, the essence of what Holab stands for, but we've shifted it because that's the right thing for now. Um, and it makes my heart really swell. I said it was the final question, but I've got to ask you this. Ashraf, Heidi, if there's one word you can use to describe this year's, just one word, to describe this year's Barca Awards, what would it be? We'll give, we'll give the first word to Heidi. Reimagined. Reimagined. I could hear she wanted to add something more, but okay, reimagined, reimagined is the word. Ashraf, your word? Okay, am I allowed to lead up to the word? <laughs> I'm not sure, okay. It's going to be indelible. Okay. You had to lead up to that word. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. Uh, we look forward to this year's uh, BASA Awards. It's going to be absolutely amazing.